Welcome everybody in the world on God's Green Earth to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around the world. I am Michael Dupree, and if you have not listened to the show before, if this is your first time, the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature... Local musicians, local artists, local p- painters, local potters, uh, you know, you name it. We haven't had a sculptor on yet, but I'm optimistic. You know, we will have, we've had poetry on here too before. And today is no different. Today, we, a little bit later, we will be joined by interesting person, uh, Kennedy, K- Kennedy, Kennedy, I can, Ken- Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy. Uh, and uh, is the a future uh, presidential nominee. Uh, so we'll be speaking with them a little bit later. But right now, we are joined by Detroit-based, uh, you're like a, a man of a million jobs, <laughs> man of a million things, yep. uh, producer, uh, visual artist, muralist, uh, rapper, uh, punk band member. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> DJ. DJ. Uh, I'm sure you uh, like to take walks, so a walker. Yeah, of uh, course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. I don't got no car, so I'm walking everywhere. Are you? Is your job? Is your uh, your goal to just have all of the titles? No. <laughs> Every title, anything that someone ate, anything that someone could call you. I guess I just like doing stuff. Uh, like, how can I say? If it's something that I want to try to do and I'll pursue it like, you know, to my hardest. So mm-hmm. I just got end up getting good at a lot of things. So not I just realized I didn't say your name. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just they'll said figure it out. You know, they'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it a mystery. If you guys have seen the title, <laughs> you are Sheafy McFly. Yep. Mm-hmm. The one and only. The one and only. <laughs> so how are you doing today? Pretty cool, you know. You having a nice Saturday afternoon, even though it's Monday that this is being released. Oh yeah. We like to pretend it's Monday, but I'm just gonna keep it, you know, keep it real right now. I just feel like Inception. It's Inception. Yeah. <laughs> I no, feel it's like pretty I'm chill today, though. It's pretty chill. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so let's just get right into it. When did you like start to, to be artistic? When did you decide that you wanted to be an artist? Uh, as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always remember drawing, uh, you know, uh, just doodling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And as time went along, like in school, people pushed me to, like, you know, pursue it a little bit further from teachers, family members, friends, and stuff like that. Now, uh, I actually started getting good. Then from there, uh, it just took off. You grew up in Detroit? Yep. Oh, what school did you go to? Um... There's <laughs> like so many schools. I went to like you uh, sure you Burns, <laughs> Carlton, Remus Robinson, Amdale, Detroit School of Arts, DSA, uh, CCS, College of Creative Studies. You're trying to collect all the schools too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> trying to get them all everywhere, like Pokemon. <laughs> that's a that's an interesting thing to want to collect. <laughs> so um, last year you were uh, you won the uh, best artist of 2017 through Metro Arts. Is that how was it? 
It, it was random. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I work at a deli and stuff, too. So I, I walked into the deli, and then I picked up the Metro Times, and I, I'm looking through it. And I'm just trying to see who won, like, you know, best artist, best musician and stuff. It was me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, snap. You feel me? So it, it was a cool surprise because a lot of the people that did win that it was like, you know, they were, like, getting extra big once they won. You yeah. feel me? So, yeah, you know. It's a very exciting thing. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. It was dope. So uh, going back a little bit. So you you you, what, you started doing art um, when you were, like, since you can remember. Mm-hmm. So, like, what did you first initially feel, like, drawn to like visual art or or music or like uh or other i say like always always been a big fan of music Mm -hmm. um, uh, because i like to listen to music when i paint Mm -hmm. and then um, i started producing after a while and then from there uh from hearing my friends over my beats i wanted to hear myself over it that's how i kind of like morphed into like making music so uh, but it was first art art at first but it always had like a musical background and stuff like that. oh nice uh, so like w- when you like want to sit down to like make a, uh, l- like you want to express your art in some way, like how do you decide, like, I'm going to express it this way versus another way? Like, is it just kind of, you just kind of get, uh, I think pulled? at this point it's spontaneous for me. Like mm-hmm. I try to, uh, make a spontaneous work that has a signature without signing it. And, um, I try to think of like, um, I like my stuff to be vibrant at this point. You feel me? So mm-hmm. it's not like uh, I'm putting like happy or sad emotions in it. It's just like the essence of like now, like without thinking. So just a, a subconscious piece of work that just happened. And I don't realize what it is until like it's done. Nice. So, uh, so speaking more to your like your murals, um, like when did you start like uh, when what was your first like big mural that you did? Um, murals in the market. That's probably like my largest wall. Where is that at? Well, um, Eastern. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, like where I meant, where in Eastern Market? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's on the side of um, Burt's Warehouse and Burt's Restaurant in mm-hmm. Eastern Market. It's a, a mural festival that goes on every year. Yeah, uh, I think we're going on the fourth year this year and stuff. So I did it the second year. Oh, nice. And um, the first one, once I seen it, it really opened my mind to like you know just making pictures bigger than the canvas, you know, because it's only, like, so big and go on canvas. Yeah. And then, like, just the impact the wall I have, you know, like, in communities or, like, you know, different settings and stuff like that. So even with that wall, it was all spontaneous. Like, I did it, like, just off the top of my head, yeah. freehand no that week. Yeah, no sketch or anything. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was <laughs> a crazy experience, you know, just to uh, really work with a uh, media that large as far as, like, spray. Yeah. So, so uh, is that how you approach all your murals? Uh, just, like freehand it? Uh, most of them. Now I'm um, thinking more conceptual, like, you know, thinking about what I'm going to put on the wall before it's on the wall. Yeah. But my last few murals for the uh, past few years has been just all subconscious. Like, I just get the colors and I already know, like, the patterns that I like making or, like, uh, the symbols that I want to put in the piece and everything. So I keep that in mind while just painting and just fill the whole wall. Do you have any uh, walls that you dream of of muraling on? Not really. I just want to paint it everywhere. You feel me? So it's yeah. like you know, uh, I just want to paint. You know, I paint on anything. You know, so a wall is just like a new canvas for me now. So what if the Pope calls you and says, "Hey, the Vatican needs a mural." <laughs> the Pope ain't about to call me. <laughs> 
Hey, he called me. You know, I hook it up for sure. I'll be like, hey, you know, what's popping? I poppin'? mean, Pope Francis. He's he's a hip. He's a hip pope. He Straight might be. Up. He might be into sheepy. He cut that check. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> the pope cut that check. I'm with it. He calls it God's dollars. Oh no, that, that sounds like a scam. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God's dollars. Uh, so like you. <laughs> It's it's you know it depends depends on where you sell it you could uh you know make a nice return rate. Nope, nope. <laughs> I need that grain. What are some uh so like you you have, uh you know you've put your you dabbled your fingers in a lot of different kinds of art. Is there are there any kinds of art that you haven't uh, tried yet or something that you're interested in? Uh, I want to do like eventually I want to like make like videos and films and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, do like photography around, like you know, just different concepts I have. But I know the equipment costs so much. Like I wouldn't even want to touch that until I can just yeah. do that in my liege and be like, all right, you know, I got ten thousand to blow on the equipment. You know, yeah. let me uh, you know, try to dabble and dabble. You feel me? But uh, I feel like I'm pretty much doing everything I want to right now as far as yeah. art. So, well, you're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing too much sometimes. But <laughs> yeah, how do you how do you like? Uh, kind of manage yourself, like I, because I know like someone with like you who like is constantly like trying to do more, like you know, it, it can you can have burnout uh, pretty quick. You know, how do you kind of uh, stave that kind of thing off? Um, it's it's like a mental exercise for me, because mm-hmm. sometimes, like most of the times, I wake up extra early. I'm just waking up painting, and then I go to work, and I come home, and then I uh, just time manage everything i think about the shows i'm putting together or the shows i'm booked for or the pieces i want to do because essentially um if i don't make art uh, people don't want to buy art from me if i don't make music people don't want to listen to music from me so i'm just always in a state of like making new things and then um experimenting with the things that's already out because uh everything to this point has been like experimenting for me just to see what people like what they don't like and you know my growth and all that stuff, you know, over the past few years. Yeah. So it's just, uh, I guess it's just learning discipline over time. And then it's just like just reps of just doing art all day. It's just like working out. Like you get used to it and you get stronger at it. You ever have to like take a break for like a few days or anything? Like be like, I can't, can't do anything for a minute. Uh, it, it's so crazy to me, but even when I try to take breaks, I'm still sketching or I'm still really? like, you know, making a beat or something like I really don't know what a break is. Like, I'm always thinking about art or music, like, always. And it, it's kind of weird to me sometimes. Sometimes I try not to think about it. Does it feel like a job? Like, does it feel like uh, like going, like, punching in or anything? Uh, It feels like a challenge. Yeah. It feels like, because sometimes it does feel like a job when you get commissions or, you know, when you do certain things of that nature. But at the same time, it's like... um. It shows me how to make my job work for me. So it's like how I can do my own style of job or how like uh, I could just get people to uh, commission me just to be me, uh, yeah. just to sound like me. So yeah. it's like, you know. Not like you have Quicken Loans coming to you and being like, hey, like. Yeah, I did a mural with Quicken Loans, uh, me and my homie Phil. You we actually did? did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was making a joke. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's in Rosedale Park or something. like. It's on the west side, but me and my homie Phil Simpson, we did a uh, collab piece where we basically did the outline. And then um, people from Quicken Loans, they came and helped us paint it on. It's like some color by numbers type of stuff. So yeah. we helped them paint in the uh, colors and stuff. Nice. So he did like his signature faces. And I did like a Keith Haring inspired piece with like 
DJs and people like jitting and stuff like that. But uh, and they like you be you? characters. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, I guess I, was, I spoke too soon. <laughs> I expected that to be more like, a, I guess, just like very corporate. But man, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So you know, corporate stuff it. It's cool, but they got to respect you as an artist, and you yeah. got to know how to, you know, hold your own. It's some stuff that you're going to have to deal with, like, you know, as far as, like, you know, they'll probably want stuff a certain way to look a certain way, but that's the challenge of making, you know, sometimes rules bend your way so you can make it, you know, uh, uh, original piece. Yeah. Nice. So what is this first song that uh, we're going to play or you're going to show us? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I got one called Hit the Club. All right, and what's what's this one all um, about? Tell me about the process of this song. This one, uh, I'm doing an album with my good friend Lola Damone. She's like a Detroit legend, and uh, she got a song with Drunken Master named "50 Players Deep." That was out like a few years ago, mm-hmm. but it was like you know, it took like the city over by storm. It's a classic type of thing. She never really like put out like a super album. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. so it's dope to be working with her. We've been working on like just tracks the past like two years. And, like, we've been focusing on, like, ghetto tech and the Detroit Jit sound, you know, like, uh, just the house parties and, the, you know, the Detroit uh, dance and jitting and everything like that. We've been trying to really uh, spark a revival with that whole thing because that's never been pushed to a, a worldwide front. Mm-hmm. So uh, this and many other songs is, like, the start of that. Nice. Mm-hmm. So here's Sheafy McFly with it, The Club. Drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, about to hit the club. Drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, 
drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, got to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, got to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, got to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, got to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, got to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup. Drink in my cup, about to hit the club. In my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup. Drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, drink, drink in my cup, drink in my cup, about to hit the club, got this drink. Wow, we. Heck yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about like the songwriting process. Like, uh, like, cause you, you make a lot of different kinds of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so, but like so when you want to like sit down and like actually write a song or like produce a song or whatever, what's the process of that? I go through, like, I go through spurts of art and I go through spurts of music. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I just uh, hit the studio, listen to beats or I have like something in my head and I'll make a beat around that Mm -hmm. or uh, somebody will send me some beats and I'll go over the beat or um, I get acapellas from people and I flip the acapellas and make beats around those and stuff like that. So it's not like more of a situation of just like you sit down and just start working on it. It's more of a thing like it just kind of comes to you. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So last year you released uh, two records, uh, Elements and Murals. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do those, how do you, how do you feel like those Albums differ from each other. Records, I don't know what you might want to call them. Uh, that's a different word. Um, but how would you say that they differ from each other and also the stuff that you've done in the past? Uh, Murals, I feel like, is uh, one of my best hip-hop albums. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like where it's at uh, as far as my content when I'm talking about the production, uh, the way that it sounds, the features. Like I, it, it really captures what I wanted at that moment. And it showed like my uh, growth as an artist and musician, like me standing in front of my own mural and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, naming the murals because it's like painting a, you know, just my emotions on the wall type of thing. Yeah. So, and then uh, with elements, I did that because me and uh, my cousin uh, Donnie T A U T, he uh, does like virtually like all of my recording and a lot of my production as well. Like we haven't made a EP together ever, you mm-hmm. know. So he. He got beats on virtually every album that I ever made, you know, as far as my rap albums and stuff. So uh, I was like, let's just make an EP, you know, all your beats. And we just, you know, uh, just make something. And we just call it Elements because it's just the elements, you know, weed, you know, so a little bit of liquor, chilling, listening mm-hmm. to beats, you know, just writing on the spot. 
uh, having fun and just catching the whole vibe. And, it's just and the mood of the, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah. So, um, you what do you have any like upcoming albums, upcoming work, or anything that you plan on releasing soon? Yeah, I got oh. I got a lot of stuff. Um, I got too much stuff right now, and yeah. it, it's to the point where it's like I don't even want to speak on it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's still like all being made. Still, in the but way. it's just uh, I got a lot of great, uh, a lot of great work. Yeah, I'm well, you did excited. you did mention the. From the the song we just listened to, yeah, with me and Lola, we got like an album done. So it's like we figuring out how to release it and everything, because it's to a point where it's like um, the city is still kind of ignorant to like uh, ghetto tech and like uh, the jit culture, like we know of it, but we haven't mm-hmm. pushed it further than like the city limits. So it's like you know, but people still want it. So it's just about how can we like. Uh, just build enough hype for it in the city, you know. And since it's not like no outlets for it, we got to make the outlet for it. So it's just well, like, like what what exactly is is that? Like, uh, ghetto tech and and the jit music. Uh, ghetto tech is like um, it's like techno, mm-hmm. techno a little bit sped up. Um, it's a lot of sample techno or like uh, just drum loops, um, really minimal. And then like uh and broken down rap verses to me. Like you'll get like a, a four bar a four bar verse or a hook and you just loop it throughout the whole song and just make a beat around it. Yeah. Um so last year you played um Movement mm-hmm. Festival. Like that must have been kinda wild. Oh no, that was dope. Yeah. And I, I got a Let's chance to that. rap and DJ at the same time. So really? that was pretty dope. Yeah. So uh what was that like? Uh, just like it was a rush, and I, I felt like I got a chance to show um, what I'm trying to do in the city as far as with music. I had jitters on stage. Um, I played a whole original set DJing. I wrapped a few new tracks off of murals. It dropped like a month before it and everything. So it just felt like I really uh, represented the culture at that time and, uh, where it's heading instead of like where it's at right now because it's still like a lot of subcultures in Detroit that really needs to be shown at a um, worldwide level. Nice. That's got it. Man, I can't imagine, like, how fun that must have been. No, it was fun. Yeah. It was, like, 30 minutes, but it blew by so quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are some of your, like, other favorite places that you've, like, performed at? Uh, or just yeah, Definitely Movement. That was fun. Uh, Dally in the Alley. Yeah. That was legendary. That was <laughs> so fun. Always, that was probably like insane. the biggest stage I ever performed on. <laughs> Did you do it during the day or uh, more of nighttime? Uh, it was like five during yeah. five in a day, but like the whole, I was the um, the forest stage mm-hmm. and like the whole street was packed. Like, yeah. and everybody's just looking at me and stuff. That's so cool. And I'm just there, just in the middle of the day, cussing and stuff. I'm seeing little kids like, oh. What? <laughs> that joke was live. You don't take your kids to Dally in the Alley if, yeah. you can't, if they can't handle it. <laughs> I was probably one of the rawest uh, explicit acts that yeah. performed at Dally, I feel like. Really? <laughs> like, during the day, they probably had me going at nighttime, but they didn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, you know, they messed up, but it was fun. So, uh, so uh, like, when when did you play Dally last time? That was some years ago. I think it was, like, 2000. 13, 14, oh, either yeah. two th- between 2013 and 2015. So it was 2014, that was the first daily I've ever been to. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. 
So interesting. Oh, Dolly was live, man. Yeah. It's get even from since 2014, it's gotten like way bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like insanely bigger. No, every year, man. You know, so it's pretty dope. Yeah, it seems like it like went like even in just like one year. Like I think I skipped one year and I went last year and I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Like, you it know, is for real. Huge. Everything is getting hype beast level at this point. Like all like the uh, shows and stuff because there's so many new people coming into Detroit as well. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you got the people that know about the Dally. And you got people that's like hearing about it, and you got the new people that's settling in. They want to come to it, so it's just like it's just a whole new atmosphere. So it's like we uh, just a ton of new crowds just everywhere. Uh, speaking of like people coming into Detroit, have you ever thought about like moving out of Detroit? I always felt like I would build like my foundation here in Detroit. Yeah, but I would go around the world, so I still go around the world, but I always come back to Detroit. Yeah. What is it about Detroit that is so uh, important to you? Uh, to me, I feel like my Detroitness is like the one of the biggest parts of my art. Like I'm, I'm a reflection of my city since I've been here. So if I live anywhere else, it'll be like it won't be the same essence of what I was making before. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it would be like I'm trying to go somewhere so I could be heard to do this or that or I'm trying to collaborate with somebody. When I honestly don't care about any of that, you mm-hmm. know, like I, I really like being a Detroiter and I really like the art that I make from here and the music that I make from here. Like it, it's just something in the soil and something in the water. So it's like I really want to portray that, like, you know, be like a Detroit ambassador of the arts, like around the world and stuff. What is it? What Like if you had to like give a one sentence description of like Detroit, like what how Detroit makes you feel like what would that be? Uh I feel like Detroit is me. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. We call it Chiefy City now. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, shit. <laughs> nice. So uh, what is this next song that you'll be showing us? Uh, This one, it, it's still kind of untitled right now. I just got it called a Chiefy uh, Gito Amp Dog. Mm-hmm. It was me, uh, YG, and uh, Amp Fiddler. We all had like a studio session just randomly, and we like made this beat together. Like I did the drums, then they added like uh, stems to it, and I just been arranging it and adding little parts here and there. So this just like a rough cut of it, but uh, it's it's pretty cool. That's Ooh. what I wanted to play. It's like working with Amp Fiddler. Man, he's a legend. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's, that's a legend. That is incredible. You feel me? So <laughs> it's like you know. Um, that's I've really just been soaking up game for all the legends lately, and Amp, yeah. he's been one of them. And, uh, he blessed me with like a few uh, just stems on like tracks. I've been letting him uh, help me with a few tracks I'm working off on my vinyl with uh, Mahogany Music, mm-hmm. and um, like, and it, it's just been crazy. Like you know, so I just half the time I'm like either geeking out or just like soaking up game. Yeah, I was but, about to say, like, how do you like keep your composure around people like that? Yeah, you gotta. You got to be cool in the room. You feel me? Like, once you get in the room, you know, mm-hmm. you, you look like a group, you're going to get treated like a group, yeah. you know? So it's like, you know, you got to be in the room, and You got to know how to, you know, work. And you got to know how to, like, you know, because it's the same energy both ways. You know, they just excited to work with new people as well as, like, you know, new people excited to work with the OGs. But yeah. it has to be, like, a, a humble respect between both and, like, you know, efficiency between both and stuff. Cause like, yeah. Amp, he traveled the world. So it's like, yeah. you know, I got to catch him when he, you know, when he got time at home. And then it's, you know, even though it's chill and it's a learning session for me, it's also work, you know, so yeah. I make sure to be efficient. And uh, we've been getting a lot of work in. Yeah, because they can have people gushing over them any time of the day. Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. So it's like, you know, they don't want to, 
be around that stuff. But that's the type of things I've been learning just being around the OG. It's like it's a discipline to still live in Detroit and still be worldwide. You feel me? Because a lot of Detroiters feel like you have to move to like become famous or something like that. But you can still, you know, be in the city and then just uh, spread elsewhere, you know, just have people to pay you to go somewhere, just to bring your Detroitness elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But you have to stay in Detroit to have your Detroitness. Nice. Uh, so here is working title, Shifi Jito Amp Dog by Shifi McFly. Mm-hmm. 
Heck yeah, baby. And that was very beautiful. Very fresh. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show today. It has been an absolute pleasure. Where can people find more from you? Um, at Sheafy McFly. S-H-E-E-F-Y-M-C-F-L-Y. You know, Google it. Search it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that junk. Website. Oh, yeah. SheafyMcFly.com. You feel me? You got the dot com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get the dot com with my website and I just got the dot net. Michael Dupree dot net. Dot net, that's cool too. It's fine. There's a lot of Michael Dupree's in the world for some reason. Oh, for real? I don't know. I can't imagine there's as many Sheafy McFlies. Even nope. though. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you again for being on the show. Oh, yeah, uh, no keep you guys out on his social media for upcoming stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, peace. We will be back after this. Back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around the planet. Oh boy, oh man, it is just one of those days, you know, where you're just sleepy and you want to lay down for a nappy poo and you can't because you got things to do so you say hey it's time to stay it's time to stay stay awake it's just one of those days you know but you move on you continue to grow you continue to glow it's the glow up baby of your day Hmm. I've been drinking a lot of water yes lately. Yesterday I drank a hundred and uh ten ounces of water. I can't even begin to describe how much I peed. I peed so much yesterday that it was uh very alarming. And anytime I because I, I had to drive like forty minutes at one point, two two points, and each time I'm like I don't know, man. <laughs> I might need to wear a diaper. And so I did. But you feel better. You feel better when you drink a lot of water. You drink... I'm supposed to drink 150 ounces of water a day with my weight and my height. And, you know, that's a lot of water for any... That's a lot of liquid to put down your throat in one day. Like, I don't think I've ever drank 150 ounces of anything in one day. Anything. That's a lot of liquid to put down. You think about it. That is like 12 glasses of water. 12 big glasses of water, at least. That's a lot of water. It's just a lot. It's something to think about, you guys. But it's nice. It makes your skin feel nice. It makes, you makes, uh, makes your poop solid. You know? It's a lot. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop talking about pee and poop soon. Don't worry, guys. Anyway, 
So that's my little spiel. Just where I've been at lately. Because I'm tired, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm tired of uh, you know, feeling like blah. You know, I wanna feel better. And I think we should all strive to feel better, you know? So I'm doing it. I'm freaking doing it, baby. Anyway, speaking of people who are doing it, uh, we are now joined by Kennedy Kennedy, candidate for 2020. Kennedy Kennedy, candidate 2020. How's it going? Great to be here, Michael. Great to have you on the show, Kennedy. I'm great. It is a lovely March day here in Detroit, Michigan, and Mm -hmm. I am feeling as though I could fly on a cloud of kitten tears. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you are Kennedy Kennedy. Uh, Kennedy Kennedy, twenty candidate, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. And I'm gonna make a difference and I'm here to make your Kennedy Kennedy needs met. Uh so you're running for president in twenty twenty. Uh, okay, yeah, pre- presidential candidate twenty twenty. But right now I am the mayor of the of, of my self proclaimed uh Kennedyville. 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 Yes, and a, we're a population f- of fifteen members of Kennedyville. Is that a physical place? It is a physical place. I did get it um uh well uh what what you could say uh, praised by the, the the state of Michigan? It's an officially recognized municipality. It, it is a it is a metropolitan uh, community, and uh-huh. it is it is Kennedyville, 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 Kennedyville. Sometimes I get my first name and last name. Are you name. the first mayor of Kennedyville? I am the first, the sole mayor of of of, of Kennedyville. Do you have a cabinet? Uh, currently, just my grandmother, mm-hmm. Grammy Grammy Kennedy. Uh, but you so know, Grammy Kennedy is the only member of the Kennedyville candidate uh, cabinet. Cabinet, yeah, uh, for yes, but it's. It, I feel as Can though, you say that, please? yeah, the 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 Kennedy Kennedy cabinet. Thank you, people. Uh, but yes, so uh, well, I'm sorry, the Kennedy Kennedy Cannibal cab- cabinet. I can't even do it. That's hard. We, you know, my parents cursed me, but they it's blessed of, me. It's a lot of uh, yes. That's that's my voice. I've, I've I've realized throughout the years that I really use the esophagus to speak, and yeah. that's um you know I that's something not a lot of people do. You know they not use their, a lot of people can do. They they use their their diaphragm where I come from up here. Yeah, it comes from like it comes from the like right the top back half of the nose. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, and I very stopped up sinus problems up the wazoo. If you get what I'm saying, oh. Michael. So, uh, do you have any political experience other than being mayor of Kennedyville? I was. I did play George Washington in my elementary school's play of George Washington. It was just called George it Washington. It was just a. It was a biography. It was a drama. Really? It was a drama. And let me a tell tragic. you, Michael, if I, if if me, Kennedy, Kennedy, candidate of twenty twenty, could have gotten an Oscar for that performance when I was seven years old. Let me tell you. you Should have taken it to the, the little boy from from room would have been in his room crying up a storm. Ethan Tremblay. Ethan Trem tremble. He'll tremble with with fear when he sees me. You are Kennedy, you Kennedy. are you do you are a short man. I'm very short, you and I do think look that like you could still win an Oscar for youngest man. I think after my George Washington, you know, by by performance my body just really didn't want to leave that feeling can you give me a an example of your speech from that show of course but my teeth my teeth are but wood and my love is but a flower of pure desire and rage of a tiger going through the amazon 
Incredible. Thank you. I, you know, I was a, my mother was in the audience and they needed a rowboat to get her out after all the tears. I can't believe that. Yeah. It was, it was hard. It was hard playing George Washington as Kennedy Kennedy because mm-hmm. Kennedy Kennedy is a nice, uh, 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 you know, you get up in the morning, make you a nice little strawberry jam bagel. Put on the prices right, and we'll talk about tulips for two hours. But George Washington, let me tell you, he had an agenda, and he was raring to go. And me as Kennedy Kennedy, I, I, I really struggled with it. It was like Jack Nicholson all over with his wife flew over the cuckoo's nest role. Really, truly. Incredible. Incredible. So do you have, it, it seems like you have a much more bigger passion for uh, acting than. Well, you know, my mother always told me I needed a fallback, you know, and I, I, I guess I, I, I somewhat believed it. And my, I always wanted to be an actor, mm-hmm. but my mother said it's not logistics. It's just not logistics, Kennedy Kennedy. That's what she'd <laughs> she say to me. She'd, full name. she'd go, Kennedy Kennedy, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And I'd say, bah, you know, it's it's in the pudding. It's right there in writing. I was George Washington in the adaptation of George Washington at Hoover Ellum in Michigan. So I don't understand why I need a fallback. And she said, it's logistics, Kennedy Kennedy. And so I decided politician is is the place for Kennedy Kennedy. What's your mother's name? <clears throat> Her name is Kennedy Kennedy as well. Oh. Yeah, but you know Kennedy is a, uh, is a is a is a unisex name, especially now you see all the little girls running around with their cute pigtails, and the mom's going Kennedy Marie, get your ass back here. What's her what's her la- what's her maiden name? Monroe. Oh. Yeah, she you know she just has one of those. She's she's uh you know she says that she's related to Marilyn Monroe, but Marilyn Monroe wasn't her real name. So my mother has flaws, yeah, <laughs> lots of flaws. And I realized this growing up as a boy. Yeah, and I said to myself, Kennedy, Kennedy, if you want to be an actor and a politician, and you can make a strawberry bagel in the morning, that's all right too. Okay. <laughs> What's your father's name? That's Georgie. Georgie but Kennedy. They named him Georgie Kennedy. And he he said he sounds like a candy, like a type of like candy that you... Did you have that Georgie candy? That Georgie Kennedy, you know? Because like, you know, Kennedy Kennedy sounds like a politician's name. Yes. My mother, too. But she's, she's just a lowly, you know, she just, you know... What, you know, uh, does that, what is it, extreme couponing for a living. Mm-hmm. So my dad, he had a struggles with his identity. Sometimes he'd wake up thinking he was a lifesaver, but not like an actual lifesaver, like a lifeguard, but like a lifesaver candy. He had an identity candy? He had a, he did. It, his mother told him that when she was conceived, when, when he was conceived, she had a mouthful of Skittles. Mm. So can, Kennedy... You know, it's just it's it's a it's a rough name for a lot of people, mm-hmm. except for me. I mean, sort of, but it rolls off your tongue perfectly. Kennedy, 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 twenty twenty. Yes. I don't know. I think I have a lot of problems with with candy. If you can't see, I uh, I just have a, or if you can't smell, rather, I have a wafting smell of just sweet tarts. Yes, it is. And, oh, it is very overpowering. Right. Well, and, thank and, you for thank you for uh, just saying what it is too, because it was like it, it's one of those smells that like. You wouldn't be like, oh, that smells like sweet tarts. Right. You know, it's one of those smells that's like, 
What is that? That smell? That's what yeah. is? I know that smell. And all the candies have a candy scent, and it's all different. Really? Right. Yeah. So my father, Georgie, he always smelled like those orange lifesavers, mm-hmm. and he had a problem. He wanted to expand. He didn't want to be Georgie Kennedy, the man who smelled like orange candy. It just didn't work. Why? Why is that? That you guys all have a distinct candy smell? Uh, we candy. Sounds like a lot like candy. I hear that. And but that doesn't explain why you guys... Well, I'm assuming that whoever makes people... Because I don't believe in religion. So I, whoever... Wherever the factory is where the people come from... Is that where you think babies come from? Wherever the, wherever the factory is that the babies come from... all Because, you know, they have the different... Oh, okay, this is a Dupree. You know, he has to, you know, be funny and talented. <laughs> and that, the, oh, this is a candy. He has to smell like candy. Get it? Candy, candy. So they did it. It was like a pun. They were like, "We're gonna make a pun," and so now you all know, the candies. You realize that people don't come from factories. The factory where the kids come from. So a, a mother's vagina, a mother's ovary. Whoever makes the kids, they put the scent of candy in all the candies. So Kennedy, Kennedy, Canada, twenty twenty. I smell like the sweet tarts that you get on Halloween. My mother smells like uh, the hot tamales. Have you ever considered running in Canada? In Canada, well, me and Justin Trudeau actually we played cricket the other week. Hmm. Me and you know, uh, if you could run against him, you could be the candidate, Kennedy, Kennedy, Canada's candidate for twenty twenty. Oh my God, the Kennedy, Kennedy, Canada candidate of twenty twenty. Yes. Now that's a that's something, but you know I I I try to I I try to get away from from the the stipulations of my name that it brings like that really you know but I I, I bring it to myself. It kind of comes to, it, it kind of comes with the name. It's just hard being a Kennedy. Yeah. It's hard. You know, your father is constantly looking in the mirror, wondering if he's actually a piece of candy or a man. He really struggles. And I try to tell him, Dad, you're a, you're a man. And he says, I don't even know what the difference of candy and people are anymore. That's really sad. That I, well, I, but I, I eat candy while he's saying it, though. Candy, mm. candy. Does he ever think that you, like, are eating him, his people? You know, I don't, I, he does give me this look of like, I know what you've done and I've seen it and I'll remember, but he doesn't really do anything besides that. But he does have this cold look where it looks like both of his eyes were replaced with, with glass eyes and it's terrifying. That is terrifying. But the candy's good. You know, I didn't. Ex- I'm sorry. I before I came. Thank you for sneezing all over my microphone. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I just before I came, I said to myself, Kennedy, 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 2020. Don't talk about candy on the podcast. Don't talk about candy. You know, I know it, it's it's something I'm trying not to talk about. But how can I not talk about it? It's very good. What's your favorite kind of candy? What's Kennedy, kind Kennedy's of candy? Kennedy, favorite Kennedy, Canada, candy. 2020. Kennedy Kennedy, Canada 2020's favorite candy would have to be the uh, 100 grand. Only because it makes me feel like I'm rich mm-hmm. when I'm eating it. And uh, that's all I've ever wanted as a candy. And you're not rich? I'm rich in spirit. Yeah? Rich in spirit. I'm rich in sriracha sauce. I'm also, also rich in uh, pornographic magazines that I keep under my couch. 
Also, I'm rich uh, in those free channels that they give you during every month. You know, I'm really rich at those. But as far as the good green, the mayor of Kennedyville, you know, it, it put a lot into, into making Kennedyville. And so I, I take it that Kennedyville is not a wealthy municipality. Well, there's only 15 members, right. and they're all family. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all very unhappy with me, and they don't shop at my general store. They're unhappy with you? They're unhappy with me as Kennedy Kennedy Canada 2020. Why is that? Well, because they don't want me to run as president. Oh, but and they were happy with you before that. They well, no, because all I sold in the general store is candy, uh-huh. and they don't like it. But I, you know, I say, listen, listen, you want to move to Kennedyville? You want to get yourself a member as Kennedyville? You mm-hmm. gotta play the role. You gotta play the part as a Kennedy Kennedy can. How did they end up in Kennedyville? Are they family members? I, well, other than your grandma. They are family members. A lot of them are are um, like their like extended family. Um, I I did use force to get them there. Uh, forceful nature. Um, a kidnapping occurred for one or two, three, um, and they may not be able to get themselves out of Kennedyville because of the fact that I am the sole. Holder of the key to Kennedyville. It's Kennedyville. So Kennedyville is not an open community. It is for birds, things that fly, so it's got an ghosts, open chipmunks, the mailman, because he brings my Amazon Prime things. What is your, oh, your, your packages. My packages. I have so many packages. A lot of candy and a lot of kitchen appliance wear that I don't need. Okay. But, yes, so Kennedyville is technically closed, but if you have the secret knock on the gate, I can hear it because I have supersonic Kennedyville hearing, and I can hear it. I come as fast as lightning, and I say, Kennedy, Kennedy, presidential candidate 2020, here, mayor of Kennedyville. And um, a lot of the time they either run away or I have gotten a couple. So a couple actually people aren't mm, technically family. But I call them family because once you're in Kennedyville, you're family. It's like Olive Garden. Part of the Kennedy family? You're you're a Kennedy if you've ever been something. That's for sure. Is that a saying? Nope. I just made it. But as again, when you're it says I'm the I'm gonna make a board and it's gonna say Kennedyville. When you're here, you're Kennedy permanently. And then it has like a the emoji of the crazy eye guy with his tongue sticking out oh. and his one eye open. So that's kind of a yeah. That's pretty on the nose. I know that Kennedyville is terrifying, but it can bring greatness to every person. Because every person that has come to Kennedyville has learned new skills. Yeah. I've been able to, we have an arts and crafts building. We have the gas chambers, where the gas chambers, what they do is they allow you to, it's not really, it's, I know it sounds terrible, but it's like gas, like flatulent gas. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like gas. Like I, I know that sounded like I was Hitler for a moment, and I needed to stop. But no, because gas chamber, Hitler, uh, yeah. right? But I'm not Hitler. I know I'm not Hitler. It's a gas chamber of flatulence, and what it is, is what I do is I eat candy, right? I eat so much candy to the point where there's a gummy, there's like a a gummy boulder stuck in my intestines, Mm -hmm. okay? And I have to flatulate. 
have to. So what I do is I fart into these little tubes right outside of the flatulent gas chamber, and I let, allow some of the Kennedyville members to go in, and they smell the, the flatulence from whatever candy, and they say, okay, this is what this smells like when you eat this candy. This is what it smells like when you eat this kind of candy. And then, so that's an activity. You have to sign up. It is mandatory. Uh, that's, it, it, it does rotate, and uh, it, it does occur every day. Now you just eat different kinds of candy, peppermints, you know, gobstoppers. I, I make my own candy sometimes. So that's an activity. And so they're learning skills on, on the grounds of Kennedyville. Very cool. <laughs> I So if you run for president and you win, who's going to who take over your uh, very important and complicated responsibilities as mayor of Kennedyville? Well, I was thinking of just bringing the White House to Kennedyville. I don't think you can do that. Cause well, it takes because it, ooh, but maybe because like the District of Columbia is its own like thing, right? So maybe Kennedyville can be the new District of Columbia. We can helicopter in the White House, drop it right on the ground, Kennedyville. It'll now be, it'll just still be the White House, Kennedyville, DC, Kennedyville, DC, and uh, we'll have stars all over. The place, like, like on celebrities? the on, well, that, but also I'll just put stars on the ground, but mm-hmm. we cut paper cutout stars because of the, the salt st- in our stars. Well, that good movie, but also because of the stars on our nation's flag. Oh, and uh, so uh, yeah, I I have a lot of of agendas in my office, different agendas for 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 Candyville, um, that I haven't pursued one yet. <laughs> Because I have been kidnapping and farting into a tube for days and days. How many days has Kennedyville been around? Uh, well, it was like maybe two weeks ago. That you started? Maybe, right. Because I'm trying to think. I got really drunk on St. Patty's Day. That was last week. And Kennedyville was already there because I remember the one girl... Didn't want any more candy. But that was that. That was my story. Would you, uh, would someone might describe Kennedyville as a cult? That, that word gets to me in several ways. A lot of people have said that I'm very obsessive over things. Um, I obsess over certain qualities of life. And, uh, you know, candy, kidnapping, um, you know, allowing these people to get skills, you know, sue me, sue me if I, if, 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 if I'm, you know, running a cult. Okay. These people are happy. Are they? They're happy. They're not hurt. They're, they're in a, they're in a very secure, uh, facility. They're able to sleep in their own beds. They are able to talk to their, their families. They just, they just got a you know, live, they just got to be candidates. Okay, what's the problem of me wanting to get more candidates for the Kennedy family? You know what I mean? What's the problem? What's the problem if I want to do that? It could be. I mean, it's, you admit it's a kidnapping people. And kidnap- I, but kidnapping isn't always terrible. <laughs> it, it always is terrible. How? Kids, what if, what if the kid is getting kidnapped from a very bad situation? 
well, I don't know if that's considered kidnapping. Well, I've taken people from bad situations and brought them to a good one. So one lady was a cashier at Dollar Tree. That's not a bad, doesn't make someone's life bad. Dollar Tree, where everything's a dollar. The chocolate tastes like it's been sitting there since I was born. No. She has a better life at Kennedyville, and she even said it herself. Oh, she yeah? goes into the fatulent gas chamber and says, Jilly Willy Killer Jilly. <laughs> she will occurs, Kennedy Kennedy. Just beats Dollar Tree. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Good for her, I guess. She Has anyone you know, complained and said, hey, please, please take me back to my home, please? One woman said, Kennedy Kennedy, please, I am missing days of our lives. That's this is such a wonderful about? place to live, but you don't have cable. And I said to her, it comes with time. And she said, I'm missing days of our lives. You have to open the gate. And I did make an exception for days of our lives because I like friends and Joey Tribbiani was on it. But, you know, other than that. So if someone asks you, like, can I leave? Can I leave? You will, will you let well, them? Well, no. no. Literally, it has to. It has to have something to do, it has to have uh, some type of excuse related to a 90s sitcom. Okay, so if someone's like, okay, I really want to get out of here, and I know that's how we get out, so they say, hey, I need to catch Will and Grace, I, can I please leave for the afternoon? And they leave, and then they don't come back. I f find them. Find them. Because you are a Kennedy at that point. And if you want to go, if you listen... You want to go? You want to go get an ice cream from the store? That's fine, Kennedy Kennedy. But you got to be honest. If you're not going to go, if you're really not going to come back, you know, you did sign a blood contract. Did they? They did. You didn't mention that. Well, they sort of do. I kind of prick them like a diabetic, and I take their blood, and I do it like Dexter, and I put it in a file. Hmm. And uh, that's how I know how many people I got in Kennedyville. Have you killed anybody? I haven't killed anybody, no. I'm not a monster, Michael. I'm Kennedy Kennedy, president candidate of 2020. So, speaking of that, how? what, you, what platform, like, what uh, party are you running under? A green leftist. Green leftist. Yes. It's not a real party. Green, le both, well, they're both, they're both parties. Oh, so you're running as running the green and the leftist party. The green, uh, green leftist. They're doing a dual candidacy. Sort of, I guess. For mm -hmm. Kennedy, Kennedy, Canada 2020. So you're going to be the Green Party candidate for, for uh, 2020. Yeah. And I'm ready, and I'm ready for action, and I'm, I'm not any more funny business. No more funny business. Not bringing any personal business into it. I'm not going to cry. And, um, you know, I'm not going to bring, you know, a lot of family drama with me like I do. And I did it on this podcast today, and I'm so overly embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I'm so overly embarrassed. I know my mother is just going to be like, you talked about your father's candy problem, his candy identity problems. I mean, like, that's just wrong to do. And mm -hmm. I, I, as, 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 as president of, of 2020, if, if, if I get it as president, the first thing I'm going to do is open up a forum, a chat room, for the whole United States of America. Nice. And I'm going to open it up, and I'm going to say, all right, all right. We're going to open this chat room up. Bring me your problems. Bring me the problems of America. I am going, if you don't like the, the price of peanut butter at Kroger, 
Kennedy Kennedy, President Kennedy of 2020 is here to meet your Kennedy Kennedy needs. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, Kennedy Kennedy. I wish you the best of luck in your presidential bid. I hope that you, you know, anything's better than what we got. Yeah, that's true. So thank you so much. Where can people uh, find Kennedyville? Uh, You go into the forest. You take three paces to the left. You see the wasp nest. You knock on it. He says, up, round, back, gotta take a lift. (laughs) So he goes around, and he's a funny guy. He, he, he... He has a funny sense. Anyway, you go around and you see the you see the barn that looks like it was burned down back in like I don't know twenties. And then you go and then you see the trail through the grass and it has blood. And there's Kennedyville. Right. Well, thank you so much, Kennedy. Kennedy. Thank you again to Sheafy McFly for joining us on this episode. We'll be back next week with Saj Talk. I don't know if I'm saying their name right, but. We'll find out next week. Here's Cardi's at the Party by Sheefy McFly. Sipping on that henny, we ain't drinking no lean. Rolling with my shooters, rolling with some queens. They booty so fat, they barely fit in jeans. J's on my feet, yays on my face. Money in my pocket, linguini on my plate. Boy, how you broke? I get money every day. I never go hungry, I stay setting up plays. I'm from the east side, niggas die every day. For my niggas that die, yeah, I pray every day. For my niggas on the block. For my homies locked away I'm a ball on these haters bossing up Every day, yeah Tattoos on my body Smoking on wasabi All I fuck is hotties Getting money is my hobby Tattoos on my body Smoking on wasabi All I fuck is hotties Getting money is my hobby Rockin' Cardi's at the parties At the parties Couple Barbies Ballin' up the barlin' up the Smokin' like a chimney Rockin' Cardi's at the parties At the party Couple Barbies Ballin' up the barlin' up the Smokin' like a I'm bout to sell a party. Twenty bad bitches acting naughty in the lobby. If you broke, then I'm sorry. Cause bitch, I'm getting money. That's your wifey, that's my old house. You still love me. I bossed up from bummy. I used to smoke Reggie. Now my blunt stank stuff with 3.5 or better. Stacking them a feather, blowing all the cheddar. I'm rolling with some freaks and they down and do whatever. I'm about to go skiing in the middle of the summer. Doing cocaine with a chicken down under. I splash in a rock. What the fuck is a rubber? She wanna be my hoe. I don't need to cover. Styling on the slangs. I see you niggas hating. Gang full of posers. I see you niggas faking. In her mouth, I cheat. That hoe 
got such an ego. I fuck her in the mirror in the bed cover and see no. Rockin' Cardi's at the Cardi's at the Cardi's stuff with Barbies. Ballin' up the ballin' up the smartin' like a semi. Rockin' Cardi's at the Cardi's at the Cardi's stuff with Barbies. Ballin' up the ballin' up the smartin' like a semi. Rockin' Cardi's at the Cardi's at the Cardi's stuff with Barbies. Ballin' up the ballin' up the smartin' like a semi. Rockin' Cardi's at the Cardi's at the Cardi's stuff with Barbies. Ballin' up the ballin' up the smartin' like a semi. Like a semi. Like a Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Wow, that was great.